1: Welcome to Live, Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Episode 63 of this program as we continue to cover the coronavirus and the impact it is having on not only our community, the state, the nation, and the world. Life's a little bit different now. We're going to get through it. This morning I woke up and I was getting dressed and uh, I, you know, I try to keep the lights down low and I try not to make too much noise. I've got that young baby still uh, sleeping this morning. as I was getting dressed... Uh, it occurred to me that uh, this wasn't a dream. I went for about half hours. I'm getting ready, uh, just trying to think about the various news items of the day. And somehow coronavirus did not make it into my thoughts. It had somehow, uh, I, I somehow came to the to the belief and the assumption that it was all a dream. Uh, and then I picked up the phone. I saw the alerts and uh, I knew that, no, in fact, well, we are dealing with something real here. Uh, But we're going to get through it. And today on the program, we're going to speak to a number of individuals, uh, some of the smart folks, uh, to share information with me and you uh, as we uh, see how this is impacting. Our community. We heard earlier this morning from Boyd Matheson as he, on these airwaves, announced uh, some some new changes to operations at the temples of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Uh, the announcement was not a closure, uh, but simply a dialing back of some of the work to be performed within those temples. Boyd will join us a- again uh, in about 15 minutes from now to talk at greater length and greater detail about what is happening uh, at the the temples around the state and around the world. Uh, Also, we're going to later be speaking with Derek Brown, chairman of the Utah GOP. Uh, There on the calendar right now uh, is a convention. Uh, All the parties, in fact, uh, are holding conventions of sorts. Uh, The Democrats, the Republicans, those United Utah Party folks, they have had to, though, in the wake of this coronavirus stuff, make some some adjustments. And uh, last night I I spoke to to two of the chairmen, uh, Mr. Brown uh, and Jeff Merchant from the Democratic Party, and they each let me know that uh, the conventional in-person practice that they have done for years and years and years uh, will not happen this year. Uh, On the Republican side, they'll be moving to uh, an all-online format. Uh, Presentations and speeches will be contributed uh, by candidates uh, online. They'll share videos with the delegates. Uh, And then the the Democrats are still working on exactly what their plan of attack will be. But the certainty is they will not be meeting in person in the convention setting as they have for years and years and years. And if I'm honest, uh, most of the last five years, I was living out in Washington, D.C., working for uh, Congressman Rob Bishop. I I did get back here a few times during those years, but uh, I have missed uh, a few of the last conventions and moving back here, I was excited to attend this year. There's a, uh, regardless of party, there's a spirit there. Uh, there is a, a sense of community there, and uh, it'll be a little bit different this year as it all turns uh, online or through the mail, uh, because uh, we need to here make some sacrifices in our efforts to combat this uh, coronavirus. Uh, my wife is, uh, uh, she She does a good deal of the grocery shopping in our home and she's a big fan of Harmon she goes down to the Harmons downtown quite often and it got me thinking I just wanted to make sure that as she uh, travels over there and brings along my little baby piper I want to make sure that they are safe and healthy and so I made a phone call over to the folks at Harmon's just this morning and uh, they were kind enough to, to make some time for us this morning to talk about what's being done to keep the community safe uh, to keep the folks working there safe uh, as well as you know anyone else who may come in contact with the grocery store so on the line now now we have uh, Lindy Nance as a Harman's uh, vice president uh, to give us some of the information on what they're doing, uh, not only at their downtown location, but at all their locations around the state. Uh, so, Lindy, uh, I'm grateful to you for joining us. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, Lee. How are you?
1: Not too bad at all. You washing your hands uh, plenty?
0: Many, many times a day,
1: yes. Well, listen, let me, before we get into the meat of this, they tell us that uh, you know we need to sing a song for 20 seconds or so. What song are you singing as you stand over the sink?
0: Twinkle, little star, and then happy birthday. But I've been getting asked a lot if it's my birthday this week, so I should probably just stick to twinkle, twinkle.
1: Very good. (laughs) Uh, You you sent a note around uh, letting folks know that uh, that Harmon's is taking some steps to minimize the impact of COVID-19. Talk to me a bit about those steps. What are you doing to keep the community safe?
0: You know, really what we've been focusing on is extensive preventative measures. Um, cleanliness and sanitation is top on our list. It always has been, but what we've done is really doubled down on staff and stores to make sure that we're increasing the frequency of that and really just sanitizing every surface that gets touched multiple times a day. So um, that's our that's our biggest defense, and then also educating our associates on proper hand-washing technique. That's something that we do anyway, but we're talking about it more. Um, and then just proper
1: food handling procedures. When folks decide that they're going to do some grocery shopping and they choose to do so at one of your locations, uh, they can go in and be confident that that, that what, that uh, the surfaces have been wiped down, that the food itself is free of contamination? Uh, what kind of confidence can folks enter your stores with? You
0: know, we have hand sanitizer stations. Throughout the stores, I think that downtown um, location specifically, when I was speaking with the store director yesterday, I think he said they have 15 different stations. So we're also encouraging customers to wash their hands. Whether you're touching the keypad at the checkout station, that's being wiped down. The actual whole check stand itself is a high-touch area, so we're making sure that we're paying attention to those kinds of things that maybe people might overlook, Um, and we have We have associates on staff just doing that every day throughout the entire day. We've actually called in some support office staff and reallocated resources to that effort. So it's a huge focus for us right now.
1: Uh, Carts and baskets, are there associates wiping those down, or should folks uh, coming in as patrons make sure to wipe those down themselves, or both?
0: Yeah, well, when patrons come in, they'll actually see someone standing there wiping it down before they give it to them. Um, that's happening in our stores too so yeah pretty much any of those areas that you're going to touch in the store and then other areas that are that are not necessarily commonly touched or being paid attention to
1: you're probably feeling stresses on both the supply and the demand side Uh, is stressing your inventory are you able to to accommodate those uh, those challenges from both sides
0: you know, we're working really quickly with our, our vendor partners and our suppliers to get orders coming in as soon as we have them available. We have not had a problem supplying what we need up to this point. Um, we've definitely seen an increase in sales over the last, I would say, probably last week especially. But we do still have product coming in, and our goal is to make sure that we continue to supply our customers with the things that they need um, to, to just kind of be prepared.
1: All right, very good. Lindy Nance, uh, Vice President over at Harmons. Grateful to you for tuning in, or for calling in, rather. Uh, grateful to you for the information and the work you're doing at all of your stores.
0: You are so welcome. Thank you for having
1: us. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Before we go, though, I want to ask you a quick question. Uh, two things. I want you to send me some text messages, and I want you to get on the phone and give me a call. What's the question I'm asking you? Well, over the past 24 hours, pretty much everything's been canceled, Right. Uh, from church. Uh, to sporting events to uh, the libraries closed down uh, here and there, I want to know what you are doing with this newly found free time via text message the Utah Community credit Union text line is five seven five zero zero and i 'd particularly be interested uh, to hear you uh, share your plans for the weekend uh, by leaving me a voicemail at eight oh one five seven five seven six six eight eight oh one five seven five seven six six eight My dad pointed out something pretty neat in a text message to the family last night that he Uh, In his home, uh, because of all of the cancellations, he found himself uh, with his younger children, my younger siblings, uh, and his wife all enjoying a meal together that they haven't been able to enjoy uh, together in quite some time. And so if we're looking for silver linings, maybe it is that this coming weekend uh, we're going to be drawn a little bit closer to one another because, well... (laughs) There's nothing else to do. Uh, give me a call. Tell me what you're doing. Next up, we're speaking to Boyd Matheson and looking around at some of those other things that are canceled here in Utah and beyond. That's up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.